You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. All it takes is one spark to light a fire. Revival typically begins with a spark, an event or a person who the Lord uses to trigger the fire of revival. The woman at the well, John chapter 4. One encounter with Jesus was enough to set her running into the town and gather a huge crowd. Have you ever wondered how this woman managed to gather such a large crowd in the middle of the day? I mean, surely people were busy. They must have had things to do. She wasn't an influential leader in the town. She was despised and rejected. Why would people listen to this rejected woman who had to draw water when nobody else was around? What made them down their tools, listen to her, and even follow her out of the town? She carried the spark. She had the anointing, and it broke every yoke. She was instantly made free when she encountered Jesus, and her freedom carried a captivating power, power to influence an entire village. Verse 39 says, So there were many from the Samaritan village who became believers in Jesus because of the woman's testimony. In other words, there was no denying that something marvelous had happened to this woman. She was alive and it was too attractive not to be a part of it. She was the spark that set the town on fire and what an unlikely spark she was. This is what is similar to what happened in the first great awakening. The American colonies were in tragic spiritual decline and moral decadence ruled the day, the, the frontiers, areas, they had no churches, they were lawless, there was perpetual war with indigenous people, Christianity was in a very low state. Believers were generally dead, lifeless, careless, carnal. One man stated, Christianity lay as it were dying and ready to expire its last breath of life. It appeared to be a hopeless situation. That was until the remnant of believers began to pray and ask God to move and save their friends and neighbors. And God heard those prayers. He always does. Saints, it's so important that we continue to pray for the lost and the bound all around us. What happened next in the story was that Jonathan Edwards began to preach the gospel. And one young woman who was described as, I'll quote, one of the greatest company keepers in the whole town, unquote, I trust I don't have to explain what that means. She gave her heart to Jesus and her life was so radically changed that it became the talk of the town and the news of this spread like wildfire. In the next six months, 25% of the population was converted to Christ. What a wildfire from just one spark. And again, a very unlikely spark. In the year 1802, Yale University became the center of a revival. All it took was two students who were overwhelmed with the conviction of their sins. In a short period of time, they gave their lives to Christ and it made such a huge impact on the other students. It led to one third of the student body at Yale making a commitment to Christ. And then the revival spread to other universities and the same thing started happening there. There was a massive resurgence of faith that followed. But just two students getting saved led to one third of the whole student body committing their lives to Christ. Isn't that amazing? They were the spark that set the fire of revival to the whole campus. Can you imagine something similar happening on our university campuses? 
Is there not a need for this? Do we not need to pray for that? I share this because I want you to know that when we pray for revival, this is not a difficult thing for the Lord to do. Sometimes we can get bogged down with how a revival might happen or how much work might be needed or you know, what we need to do to get the whole campus or city to a meeting. We can get worried about how we can gather crowds and the task sometimes looks overwhelmingly difficult. We can't even imagine how it might happen or when it might happen. It just might seem plain impossible to us sometimes. People are so busy with their lives, day-to-day tasks. What will it take to make them stop and listen and hear the gospel and follow Christ? The answer is just one spark. Two unlikely women gathered two unlikely towns to salvation. Two unlikely students gathered a university to Christ. God knows how to draw the crowds. His anointing breaks every yoke. Revival is the power of God. It is the anointing of God. And God knows how to start a fire with just one spark. So let's pray for sparks to fly. Let's pray for the Lord to radically touch unlikely people and set them on fire like those women were. Let's share the gospel every chance we get. And every time somebody makes a commitment, let's pray that that person becomes a spark to maybe their whole neighborhood, their block, their community, maybe even the city or even globally. Who knows? One sermon could be the spark, one podcast, one song, one phone call, one encounter with Jesus, just one can be enough for the fire of revival to come to our city. So let's pray for the fire of revival to come today. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival, but start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing.